a show for you. Put those bonnets on and get those mugs ready for this tea on Lincoln University. For the Lincoln University community. This is a new podcast for the Lincoln University community. Come on, L-U-M-O. Y'all need to get with this memo. This is a new podcast for the L-U community. That is for the students by the students. Two hood for the artsy kids and two artsy for the hood kids. What's up, Link University? It's your boy, Leek, here, and today is Friday, March 22nd, and we're hitting you on a Friday to make room for our special episode on Sunday that will be a pre-recording of me and my co-host hitting you live on Saturday from the Young Business Expo that will be held in the gym at 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. TM Bonnets will be in attendance with our very own table recording entrepreneurs on their businesses, all right? So you guys don't want to miss that. TM Bonnets, once again, wants to wish all the beautiful, bold, and influential women out there a happy Women's Month. Today's episode is going to be a special in-depth look on the Women's Resource Center. This is going to be a special informative episode on this department which mentors, enjoys, and encourages collaborations with other departments and student organizations, encourages and participates in civic responsibilities, and has the Blue Tiger Boutique, which holds business attire for males and females if they're ever going to an interview or ever needing to dress up for anything. They also welcome volunteers and provide a safe space for all students, no matter the race, religion, gender, or sexual orientation. So the Women's Resource Center has so much to offer. We're going to give you guys more information on what all of that includes. And we have a special guest in the studio today who's going to be joining me, who represents the department and is going to just give you guys an in-depth look on how they serve the campus. All right, so before we jump into it, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's being talked about on campus. All right, so like I said last Sunday, Dr. Woolfolk was having her second presidential series, A Dream Fulfilled, and our special guest this month in March was Donna Brazil. If you don't know, Donna Brazil is an American political strategist, campaign manager, political analyst, author, and now a Fox News contributor. She has also been over the Democratic Party twice now. All right, so I can honestly say It was an amazing experience seeing this woman that I have observed on CNN during most of my childhood experience, preteen experience, teenage experience, up until the time I became the man that I am today. You know, it was amazing to just see her talking in person in front of me, like alive, real, and not behind the screen. Anybody that was anybody was there and it was just an amazing experience to see this influential woman during Women's Month, all right? So after her amazing speech, she opened the floor up for questions from the audience and I was able to actually ask her a personal question and have a little dialogue with her and I have that recording right here. Good evening, Ms. Brazil. How How are you doing? I'm good. My name is Malik Henry. I am a, a student journalist on campus. I'm from Los Angeles, California. 
Um, excuse me, I'm a little nervous because, um, well, when I was younger, uh, I never usually was into like watching the news with my parents. But as I got older, I started to see the importance of information. And I remember seeing you a lot as I got older. Um, and initially when I got here, my major was art, but I changed it to journalism in 2015. So since then, I've been writing for the school newspaper, The Clarion, and then I'm a host on the school's new uh, radio show. So um, one question I have as far, because I know you work uh, with journalists a lot, and you've encountered a lot, and I know recently you've encountered a lot of interesting journalists. So what uh, advice would you give to upcoming journalists in this new uh, industry? In, in this new era of technology, you know, I came up during a period of time when I really, I couldn't wait to be interviewed by David Broda or George Will or, you know, Ethel Payne from the black newspapers. Mm. I, I, they, they were not just journalists, they were historians. They knew the political waters in which I was navigating. They understood beyond the horse race. Beidel and Biden and Bernie and Buttigieg. I mean, all these bees. You need a woman with a bee, a bee. We're buzzing with bees. <laughs> and they went beyond the horse race because at this hour, it's not the horse race that's gonna determine the nominee. Because you are better known than her doesn't mean that she's not as qualified as you to be in the game. She shouldn't be disqualified and said that she lacks viability because she's not as well known as this bee who's been buzzing for 30 years. Or the bee that can jump on this chair and talk and talk. I love me some Beto. I said to myself, I wonder if he can do the sissy strut, you know, on the back slide. Because he gets up there and he makes all kind of gestures. But as a journalist, your job is to cover the story, to know the facts and to present it to the American people so that they can make up their own opinion. I'm a pundit with a point of view. I'm a partisan point, pundit with a point, a point of view. But you didn't ready for this? When I walk into a room, I know the Republican rules as well. As a journalist, you need to cover the story. Get the information out. Give your readers a chance to make up their own opinions. I was also part of my student newspaper at LSU, the Daily Reveille. I wrote interesting columns. I went to LSU and I wrote about saving black colleges. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Because I wanted to be controversial. Oh, I didn't start at 59. It was in my spirit. I couldn't wait to write a column. At the end of her speech, I was actually able to get a quick little interview with her, and I have that recording right here. So I'm here with Ms. Donna Brazil, and uh, she just wants to say uh, hello to the TM Bonnet community. Hey, it's Donna Brazil. I'm so glad to meet everyone. Uh, it's a great honor to be here during Women's History Month. This is a month that we celebrate the women who saw, the women who have come before us. It is also a time when we encourage others to answer the call to serve. I hope that many of you will continue to serve, not just in your own community, but think about serving at a national level. This is your time. Why you? Because there's no one better. Why now? Because tomorrow's not soon enough. I look forward to meeting you all on my next trip to the great state of Missouri. God bless you all. Honestly, I walked away from the experience feeling like I love what I do. 
I love being inspired by people like this. And I mean, I'm excited and I'm ready. May 11 can't come quick enough because I mean, Malik, the provocative investigative journalist is on his way. All right. So that's what we have going on for this week. That's what was going on. If you didn't hear about it, now you know. And let's go ahead and move over into our next section of the show. All right, everyone. Like I said earlier, we have a special guest in the studio today. But this time, I feel like it's a really, really special, special guest. Because we finally got Madam in the studio. You know, conflicts was a little, you know, <laughs> congested. But we finally got Miss Phyllis over the Women's Resource Center in the library. How are you doing, Miss Phyllis? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. You were like a ray of sunshine for this campus. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Like, I really <laughs> like your vibe. I really like the events that you've been able to put on for Lincoln University and just allowing us to have an opportunity to, you know, not be bored. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Um, one of my things is I always tell people I try to make sure that I create programs that give you all an experience, mm -hmm. not just something for you to do because you're, you know, a lot of students always say, I'm bored. I am intentional to make sure that you all have some type of experience right, on right. campus. So I'm intentional with my program. Definitely. So and we feel that way. We definitely feel that way. Um, so happy Women's Month. Yes. You thank know, you. shout out to all the uh, influential, powerful, beautiful women out there, yes. you know, such as yourself. Correct. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on uh, for the show uh, during this month. And today we want our TM Bonnet listeners um, uh, and the Lincoln University community that aren't aware to know about the Women's Resource Center. Can you give a slight background about yourself, like kind of where you're from, uh, what school you attended, what you're currently doing because you're getting your master's, right? Yes. 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 So um, I made history when I walked on this campus in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually um, not, I wasn't interested in coming to college. Mm -hmm. um, I actually graduated in 94. Okay. But okay. Um, I had a mentor that was an alumna of oh. Lincoln University, and she was like, surprise, you're going to college. That's a whole nother segment. Okay, okay. But um, I came in 1995. Um, I'm originally from Chicago. I okay. attended Simeon right. Academy, but back then it was a warehouse. It's real fancy schmancy now. Oh, after you did left. Yeah, <laughs> I was there when it was lead painting everything, hanging off the wall. Well, come on, Grove. Come <laughs> but, on. <laughs> but um, I'm from Chicago. Um, again, I came here in 1995. I left in 97 when my father passed. Oh, and um, sorry I to just hear that. didn't see. Oh, it's okay. Um, I just didn't see any purpose back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, I first came here, I had a 3.0 GPA. When I left, I had a 1.4. Oh, wow. And so when I came back in 2007, I was just inspired by looking at all the other students. And so mm. I was, I started my journey again. And wow. so in 2011, I graduated with honors. I had a 3.2. Oh. Um, 
and I received my Bachelor's of Science degree in criminal justice. So I'm currently enrolled in the master's program for guidance and counseling. Okay. I will be graduating yes. May 11th. Come of on, this May 11th, because I see it yes. around the okay. corner. It's you coming. Come on, the announcements <laughs> are coming, honey. They are coming. It's going to be like a Michael Jackson world premiere, baby. Man, grab photos, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, I'm going to be in the magazine. Yes. Come on Total now. Bomb in like two <laughs> exactly. But yes, so um, I've been working at Link University. Um, in August, it will be 13 years. Oh, wow. So I came here in 2007, and I worked seven years in residential life okay. as okay. a desk manager. And then I transitioned into admissions. I worked there as the administrative assistant. I was there for mm. three years. And then in April of 2017, I got my, well, I was promoted, I right, should say, right. into the current role as a program coordinator for the Women's Resource Center. Wow. Yeah. I feel like in this position, you really, like you really, really shining, like bright, because yes. I feel like I have not really seen you before. Mm -hmm. um, the position in, I mean, I've, I've been in Young Hall, but I feel like, I feel like with this position, like you really like kind of like stepped out and, and really like made uh, like a presence, I feel like, especially with you being like a guidance counselor mm -hmm. right now too. Yeah. And a lot of people can come to you and stuff because yeah, I'm surprised, like I just, yeah, like. Well, I mean, I won't say that I just directly stepped into it. Okay, gotcha. Because um, I'm not going to lie, there were some insecure moments coming mm. into a new role, not yeah. knowing what to do. That's natural, not, And unfortunately, yeah. not being trained. It was mm. one of those things where you just had to be your own motivator. I was right, self-motivated. Right, right. And I can actually say that it wasn't until last semester and the beginning of this semester mm. where I was just like, you know what? I've been excluded for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to be exalted, and I just pushed myself out there. So you know, it was. It, I had my moments yeah. where I wasn't secure or right, right, right. You know, confident in what I was doing. But you did it when you were ready, though. Correct. Yeah, when and you were ready. Yes, and then I also looked at the people that are dependent on me. Right, right. So I had to just shake it off, and as they say, put on my big girl panties and do do the thing. <laughs> I get it though because it's a lot of um it, it's a lot of folks that you got to help put on a big girl exactly. and big boy uh, draws here at the school you know because like I'm always thinking like are we ready for the real world that's right. the only thing I'm thinking about because I feel like you know um there's a lot of people a lot of young people here that are still cradled to a degree correct and um yeah I just respect anybody that just keeps it 100 with them and let them know like you know that may fly here mm -hmm. because you know we are a family mm -hmm. we are a family environment we care about you we love you correct but when you step out there in the real world correct. it's a different situation yes. you know and that's the thing a lot of people are elevated based off the buddy system. But in the real world, when your buddies have yeah. gone their own direction, yeah. what happens you when you be able to stand on your own? And what is it about you that is gonna say, yes, this person is gonna be qualified to fit this position or fill this position yes. or be a leader. Yep, yep. So don't get caught up on based off who you know. That may work on this campus. Right, right. But right. when you leave, what happens then? Yeah, um, that's when you find out who's the real um, real men and women correct you know so there's that i love our conversations because oh, we be getting into <laughs> it but 
What is your formal position over the, like, formal title, like, uh, over the Women's Resource Center? So I'm one of the program coordinators okay. over in the Women's Resource Center. Okay, got you, got you. And what exactly does that, like, what do you do with that position as far as the department? Well, I mean, as far as, like, having a title, mm -hmm. what you're going to learn mm -hmm. as you're coming across employees of Lincoln <laughs> University, we may have just that one title, but we wear many hats mm. over there. So, I mean, even though as a program coordinator, we're basically um, developing programming for the Lincoln community. Okay. Um, I'm also the advisor of our Sapphire League of Scholars, which okay. is for our junior and senior cohorts. And um, whatever it is that I need to be, I'm auntie, I'm mama, I'm advisor. Yes. I'm the one that's going to get you straight because I don't sugarcoat stuff. <laughs> Don't play that. No, we don't play I'm, that. I'm not the one. You want somebody to lie to you? Don't come to me. <laughs> See, this is why. This is why I like you, cause I don't like all of that stuff. Okay, keep it, good. Keep it 100. Correct. You know, because that is what's going to get folks ready for when they walk across that stage and go out into this real world. Correct. You know, Correct. you need somebody that's just gonna keep it 100 with you. Period. Moving into the Women's Resource Center, I want a lot of the young girls on campus to know the purpose that it serves, uh, where it's at, you know, where it's located on campus, and you know, um, what exactly, what impact has it had uh, with it being on campus, you know, even before you filled uh, the position that you're currently in, mm -hmm. in the department. Okay. You mind going into that? So we are located in room B11 in Young Hall. Okay. Um, I like to say we're off in the cut um, yeah. because, you know, some things happen. Conversations mm -hmm. take place in that in there that are um, personal. Um, and so our, uh, our vision is basically to try to change the lives of the students that come in. Okay. Um, okay. Creating a sense of belonging. And again, like how I am intentional with programming, we're intentional with providing uh, programs and services to help young ladies, gotcha, whether gotcha. it's um, about learning how to professionally dress. Okay. Um, we have um, a resource corner where, um, let's just say if they don't want to talk to us about certain things, mm -hmm. they can get information on um, unplanned pregnancies, okay. um, STDs, things okay. of that information. It's not just for young women. Now, we, we do tend to cater to them, but mm -hmm. we do have young men on campus that have benefited from the services okay, and programs okay. that we have on campus. Okay, that's good to hear. <clears throat> um, our mission statement is um, to empower Link University students okay. by equipping them with the tools to navigate through life successfully. Um, we are an inclusive community which fosters relationships and cultivates an atmosphere of support okay, and acceptance okay. and intentional programs and services. All right. I like that. I like that. So how has it been coming into this position with like your new, like you, you know, you swing by a certain rhythm, you know, and you're coming into this position and you're seeing different things that uh, could be improved, mm -hmm. different things that, of course, you want to keep the same consistent mm -hmm. that in, in them helping the young women. How has that been like that transition, you coming into the position? Um, well, just basically being on the other side of the the, the professional part of it. You, I know what it's like to be a student. Right, and I right. also see what it's like being the professional. I know what it is that the students need, but then I also know that there are barriers as a professional. That's a good point. That, you know, it's kind of like, well, we don't have the funding to give you this. Right, But this right. is what we can offer you. Got you, got you, um, got you. 
there have been a lot of students that come in, even if it's just for words of encouragement, they're right. able to benefit from it. Right, and then right. there are people that come in that are able to benefit from um, the resources that we have, such as the feminine products. Um, we also have um, the ability, we have it to where the students can come in, mm -hmm. um, report um, sexual assault cases. Got you, got um, That's really, really important on campuses. It's frustrating because it's you see the need. Yeah, yeah. Um, you hear what it is that they need, and then mm -hmm. it's just like you look at it and you're like, I got this block right here. I can only go so far. And then with me not being a licensed counselor mm -hmm. as of yet, it's like, God, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't give you advice, but I can only give you mm. tools to help you see what it is that you need to do. Oh, wow, I didn't know, you know that. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. a, as, as a, unless, well, that's just counseling, period. Right, Like, right, you're right. not supposed to give advice. You're just supposed to equip the individual with the tools with this, and the skills so they can know how to manage whatever it is that, okay. they're, that they're going okay. through. Okay, that's, that's, but okay. it's different on a college campus because there's some of them that you just want to snatch up and shake. Oh, and like, Girl, get definitely. it together. Yeah, now you, you got just to. being stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. then you have to remain professional. Yeah, because this is um, the transition into the real world. Mm -hmm. This is the gateway, and it's like, you know, they come from high school and they are transitioning into becoming young adults. Correct. And they are making uh, decisions based off of their own moral code. Mm -hmm. um, but then at the same time, you know, sometimes we forget that we was going to church every Sunday because our mama was dragging Correct. us. Correct. So, you know, we hear somebody got our name in their mouth, mm -hmm. you know, or some some guy treats us this type of way or some girl treats us this, that type of way. Correct. And now we're just ready to just fly off the handle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you you can't you can't do that when you have something to lose. Correct. And everybody that comes to Link University has something to lose. Everybody we just, has something. You know whether you value it or not. Correct. That's based off of you. Mm -hmm. um, but this opportunity, you don't want to mess it up because, I mean, I came here from California, mm -hmm. not California, Missouri. Correct. But the West Coast. Yes. And I'm the only child. So mm -hmm. when it came to me having to uh, figure out, I think it was the, the second week I was here, I caught the flu. Mm -hmm. And I've been very sheltered in my life. And I couldn't call <laughs> mom and dad to be <laughs> like, hey, Baba, dad, like, bring me this, help me. You know, I had to, you know, uh, really grow into a man that early on. And mm -hmm. that was a big, like, you know, a wake-up call for me from God. Like, okay, yeah, you're on your own now. Correct. Like, you can call them. They may send you some money here and there and stuff. But you have to really figure it out mm -hmm. um, because this is the real world and you're tra transitioning into that. So, I mean, my freshman year, I got on academic probation. I was at, like, uh, uh, well, under a 2.0, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but currently, you know, your boy is hitting at that 3.0. Correct. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on the door. Correct. You know, so Knock I'm hitting it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Before graduation. Correct. So, um, you know, it's definitely, um, it's, you it's it's a learning experience here at Lincoln, and that's what I love about it because you really do make your experience, but you also make your story here. Correct. You know, and I think a lot of people um, here need to understand that they have that power, and that's why I really, really love uh, the Women's Resource Center because women have a story. Yes, we do. You women have a story, yes, and sometimes, we do. like, y'all – 
Y'all can keep it there better than us yes. for years. Yes, you know that saying, you see the glory, but you don't know the story. There we go. That's exactly how there it is. There we go. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I think it's it's very valuable that you have um, the, the Women's Resource Center, from what I'm getting, and I hope you all who are listening um, gets that this is a, a place where you are free to share your story because in college, you know, I mean, there may not be a lot of people that agree with this, but you need to talk. To yes, people. You do. Yes, you do. You got to get it out. That's just how I am. You know, uh, you can you can say that, I mean, that's just uh, a healthy way of just releasing. You can say, you know, um, that, that I mean, I know I've looked into my Zodiac and I know that I'm the type of person that has to express. Yes. Like, it's healthy for my yes. being to express what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for men. Yes. You know, and I feel like that's why uh, men have a lot more health problems to a degree when they get older because they don't talk about what they go through. Mm -hmm. And in the black community, we go through stuff. Correct. Especially the women. It's chunk it up. You a man. Suck it up. Deal with it. Exactly. You'll push through it. You ain't the first one to do it. Right. And that's a lot of, that's, that's based off just how, especially African Americans were raised. It was what goes on in this house stays in this exactly. house. Exactly. The pray yeah. it away type of thing. Most you know, you, you take it to God, and yes, you know, God is your source. If you if you're a believer, right, you right, know, you right. can pray. But my thing is, you know, there's a Bible verse that says, "Faith without works is dead," mm. and it's impossible for you to think that what it is that you're praying for isn't in alignment with with your actions Mm. so you know you you want it you want to get help then you got to get out there and get the help most definitely um you can pray you can pray i pray but i still need that outlet in order for me to talk to someone i agree i agree we we are spirits in a physical experience Mm -hmm. uh, a physical realm and the being the reason for that is because we have to do things here in this physical realm, you know, um, in glory of God, Correct. of course, but you have to work on it. You, have you know, to. we, we are spirit, but we are in a body where we're able to move every morning. We're able to get up, we're able to walk, you know, we're able to create and, uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta express, you gotta create your experience, all that good stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I just I just want to encourage students that you need that outlet. Most definitely. You need someone to talk to. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I stay to myself, I'm a loner. I mean, that's good and all, but you still need someone to talk to. I agree. Um, I agree. I, it's like with me raising my kids right now, I'm, I'm raising my kids alone. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm on campus with um with students right and then i go home to kids i need that adult who are also (laughs) students correct i need that adult conversation in order for me to understand and to kind of get through those adult situations like adulting is hard yeah Yeah, and being a college student is hard oh yeah Oh, so, yeah. you know, you, you have to talk to somebody. Yeah. It's important. So whether you're male or female, you have to talk to somebody. Yeah, and I think it's a beautiful opportunity that you can see the direction um, that your kids could possibly go, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's someone that kind of, you know, needs a little bit of guidance or whether it's someone that's been in the Women's Resource Center and has gained really from the experience and, you know, they're going, you know, a better direction. I think it's good that you can see that. Do you, do you have a, a son, daughter? What? I have two boys. Okay, got you. 17 and 6. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So, so, and I think that's beautiful as well because you can see – 
from you working in this department, um, the vulnerability and how precious women can be. Oh, yeah. And you can give your sons the guidance to know how to, you know, handle that. Yes. Because I, I don't think boys really know how broken that some mm-hmm. young black women are, yes. you know, um, and True. they're young. Mm-hmm. So imagine when they get to, you know, reach a certain age where, you know, in America, it's like they're undesired. Correct. You know, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But this is Women's Month. So whatever age you are, exactly. you know, we shouting you out because, yeah. I mean, times have changed now. So, you know, women are having children in their 40s mm-hmm. and still yes. looking like they doing the <laughs> yes. thing. You know what I'm saying? People don't believe me, but my grandmother had my uncle when she was going through menopause. My grandmother, I believe, was 53. That is. Yes. See, I'm my telling you, man, 13 children. anything is possible. 13. Anything is possible. And she was going through menopause. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay, girl. That's wow. <laughs> yeah. And how was she physically, like, as far as? Um, I'm not really sure. I know uh-huh. that my my grandmother had diabetes. Oh, okay. But okay. as far as, like, you know, how she was, how was, how was the pregnancy, I'm mm-hmm. quite sure it was, you know, it was more than likely an at-risk pregnancy. Right, Anything, most definitely. I believe they said 37 is considered at risk. At risk, right, so, right, right. So, of course, she was going through menopause, but, you know. I mean, Gabrielle Union, Halle Berry, you know, the, the 40s getting yes. heading into the 50s. It's happening. It's happening. So, take your time. Oh, please, oh, Lord, please do. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love my kids, and I tell my girls this all the time. I beg, If I could go back and change things, I would definitely do things you know, and I'm using air quotes right. the right way. Right, right. That way you get an opportunity to enjoy, just enjoy being married and to go out and to have time with your husband or your wife. You Most know, definitely. You, you, you get an opportunity to get to know each other and right. have fun because when children are involved, it's not about you anymore. It's not about you. So take you. your time. Yeah. Take and your I, time. And, and that's what a lot of these young people have to understand. Like, it's not about you anymore. You come in as a freshman, and I and I just heard some people talking about this the other day. Like, you come in as a freshman, you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's not about you anymore. It's so not. I know you thought you was going to come in freshman, sophomore year, junior year, maybe get serious junior year with mm-hmm. the grades. But you have a kid now. Right. And um, even the, um, the stories that I've heard with kids on campus, you know, be mindful mm-hmm. of that. Be very, very mindful uh, as a mother. Um, because you, you're, you're on a campus with adults mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I just know, I, 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 um, I know people don't want to mess with my kids. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So I wouldn't even put them in a situation like that, you know, um, on but campus, but I know at times you have to do what you have to exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's just, that's just what women do. We yeah. always, we always make it work. Of right, course, right. there's always going to be the situation when it's, mama's baby daddy's maybe right so you just got to push through and i don't want to um to make it seem like it's a bad thing to become a mother no not at all Um, it's it's a gift yeah but my thing is it's just that you have to change your priorities yeah and you have to understand that your wants and and your needs are going to be pushed to the back burner because you have to make sure that that child is taken care definitely, of. Definitely. So I mean, if there if there are young women out there who are who are who are pregnant or have children, mm-hmm. I mean that doesn't mean that you can't you can't be successful. Right. Um, oh, not yeah. I was a single mom man. coming here. Yeah. Um, my son was I believe three years old, 
and um, it was hard. Yeah. But I mean, you you make it work, and I've you have to just happen. you just got to take it day by day. And when those days are seeming to to come at you a little bit harder, mm -hmm. you take it moment by moment. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just that simple. Um, I mean, it's easier said than done, but sometimes we just have to look at things in intervals. You know, you got to section yeah. it off. Yeah. Okay, the baby, right now, this baby needs to be changed. Yeah. Right now, the baby needs to be fed. Right, Don't right. worry about what tonight is going to bring. Right, just right. accomplish this one goal. Most definitely. And a lot of times people tend to shun young women. Yeah. about you know about them becoming pregnant right and right, it's like right. well did nobody tell you to get pregnant i had that told to me i was 25 when i had like my you first didn't son. know that like, like, oh, okay but did nobody tell you to lay down and open your legs but guess what nobody is telling me to continue to on with my education because life still goes on life still goes on nobody yeah. is telling me yeah. to get up and go to class right. nobody is telling me to change my baby nobody because right. we can't me, go back correct nobody is back. telling me to work and take care of a child and go to school so it can happen it's gonna be hard trust yeah. me when I say I've had moments when I was throwing my textbooks against the wall thank God for Gorilla Goof for me to put those bind those those covers back try to sell that book back to make us. a little okay. bit of money <laughs> okay but it can happen yeah definitely. and you know and I don't want any of them to be discouraged because they're parents Mo yeah, and I don't yeah. want anybody to be discouraged because of their living situation right, right. It's, it can happen you've had people that lived in their cars and now they're in mansions you know, it, yeah. it can happen. You just got to stay focused, take it one day at a time, and remember your purpose. I if agree. you don't know your purpose, then find out what it is mm, and move forward. Because that's what pulls you. That's if correct. If you're grounded in a good purpose, that is what's going to pull you. And, I, I mean, I, I just think that's beautiful what you're saying. And I feel like it all serves a purpose. That kid came at the time it came for a reason. Correct. And um, at the end of the day, I think – you know what you're saying about no one it, no one was telling me okay what's the next move mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of young ladies that feel the same way um because i think when it comes to mothers and even when it comes to like welfare mothers mm -hmm. there's not really a push to be like okay well where can i go from here right it's like oh well your life's over you just have to take care of these kids now yeah but these kids are going to be 18 mm -hmm. they're going to move on you know what else is there for me and Honestly, I feel like anything is possible. Correct. You can go back to school whenever you want. You can do it you while do you're it. in school yes. because I've definitely seen that. And being in college and seeing people work hard, I just don't take excuses anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't because I can't do anything with them. Right. Because I've seen what people are capable of doing. Yes. And one of my favorite Bible verses is Psalms 82. Six and it says, "Ye are all God's children of the Most High. Yes. We are not the supreme God, but we all are gods and goddesses, and we are capable of way more than we imagine. But when we limit ourselves yes. to our insecurities, then our bodies start to kind of like slow down on us, and then our minds are like, well, I don't really know if I can. I can't. Mm. No, you can. Yeah. You can do it because if the next person did it and they're letting you know it's possible, then you need to find out how you can physically do that in a different way maybe, maybe at a slower rate, but it's definitely yeah. possible. You so. definitely just got to go at your own time. For sure. Because, you know, with me being a mom, and I know we're supposed to be talking about the Women's Resource Center, <laughs> but I just want to let people know, you know, with me being a mom, um, originally I was supposed to complete the grad program. It was supposed to have been a year and a half. Okay. Well, okay. I got into the program in 2015. 
Okay. And I am now completing it. Okay. I have to go at my own race, Most at definitely. my own rate, because I know exactly what it is I can handle. I have two children. Their homework becomes my homework. Their after-school activities become my after-school activities. Exactly. So don't worry about looking at this whole time frame like, okay, I'm supposed to graduate in four years. It's not going to happen for everybody yeah, in not. four years. It's you got to remember, I came here in 1995. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I just, because that's what people do. A lot of people always say, you know what, well, you're supposed to finish college in four years, and then after that, you do this, you do that. Your story is going to play out the way it's supposed to. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. I, myself, will be graduating in five years mm -hmm. because, you know, I have my little bump in the road freshman year. Got myself together. Well, my parents forced me to get myself together because mm -hmm. I was trying to go home. Pops was like, no, you're saying that. You're going to figure it out. And I'm glad he did that mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, again, you messed up. But where do you go from here? Exactly. You know, um, and I feel like a really, really big part of that is talking about it, the counseling. Yes. Express, talk about what happened. Because, mm -hmm. see, we mess up and we try to act like everything was okay. Everything wasn't okay. There was right. clearly something going on. Right. And Lincoln does have a certain atmosphere that you have to be spiritually ready for. Yeah, and you have to be self-motivated. Most definitely. You definitely have to be self-motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we still have people that operate in the family-oriented mindset. But for the most part, you know, a lot of those individuals that were here from the from the beginning mm -hmm. they're no longer here mm -hmm. and so you know we still have those individuals that you call you know uncle joe exactly exactly auntie yeah. heather right right you right. know of course mama phyllis right right um, mama liz exactly we you love know we still have those individuals on campus that's going to be there to support you and guide you yeah. um and i know that we have that guidance in the women's resource center yeah yeah so well, I mean, I, I feel like we really appreciate you all. Um, you definitely articulated the purpose of this uh, department. Um, and, you know, I just, one of the hardest things is when you know someone is going through something. Yes. And you want them to go talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's in their own time. They have to be ready to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I know in our community, uh, mental illness is something that's definitely swept under the rug. Correct. Uh, being physically abused at a young age is definitely swept under the rug. Correct. And I'm sitting up here, you know, with my privileged childhood, thinking, like, how are these people walking around okay? Mm -hmm. Like, and then you're not talking about it or, you know, but that's why I feel like as black people, we are the best when it comes to art. Because, like Nina Simone says, art is a reflection of your time, of the time that mm -hmm. you are in. And you may not want to necessarily articulate it and talk about it because you don't want to feel like a case. Right. But you put it in music. You mm -hmm. put it in your art um, as a way of therapy. Um, but sometimes, you know, we um, look for the 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 words to come to us through um narcotics mm. and i feel like we just really got to talk about it because yeah. that's just how i am and that's why i talk so much on the show you know because it's kind of a therapy for me you mm -hmm. know but one of the things that i i really do think is necessary is for the students on campus to educate themselves about what all services and programs that we have on campus okay. to help them okay. and um we, we were we were talking about you know um being in um, domestic violence um, in, 
in abusive relationships, I, I should say. In the Women's Resource Center, um, Bryson Russell spearheads the Green Dot program. And Green okay, Dot okay. is a bystander intervention um, program that uh, trains students on how to prevent and reduce power-based um, personal violence, violent acts on campus. Okay. So that's okay. whether it's sexual assault, domestic violence, or hate crimes. Got you, got so, you. So um, that's also in the Women's Resource Center. Okay, okay. Um, there are there's so many programs that we have. I know we are, we only have a limited amount of time, but um, students need to get on on their uh, on their emails. You know, a lot of students do not check their LinkedIn emails. Yeah, they just don't. There's yeah. just so much information that is flooding their emails about whether it's scholarships, um, emergency aid program, internships, opportunities, internship yeah. opportunities, assistance as far as like. Um, where they can go if they're needing um, the little things like the body wash, Most feminine hyg hygiene yeah, products. Yeah, really, really There's important. There's a place that you can go, yeah. but because they don't educate themselves, they don't know where to get the help. Yeah. So the Women's Resource Center, because we are resourceful, exactly. you can get that information from us. Most definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. Um, I'm really glad that you came on and you talked about the, all of this because I do feel like there are certain people um, that come on this campus and after I'm going to say going into the spring semester they do start to feel like um, all the royal ambassadors of kind of like going back to their business mm -hmm. you know their academics and all of that which they naturally do because you start to focus on your own Correct. you know obligations and priorities and stuff like that and sometimes I think they feel like they don't have that support but the Women's Resource Center is here year-round correct you know so uh, you guys are resourceful Year round, year round, um, and you know I've heard uh, some people making um, comments. Sometimes you know, even some people I think make kind of jokes sometimes about um, hygiene for mm -hmm. some women and yeah. some men. Mm -hmm. But guys, honestly, what I have to say is, if you notice that about someone, just refer them to the Women's Resource Center Correct. where they can, you know, uh, get what they need if they can't afford it um, at Walmart or Target, as I say, because, <laughs> you know, it do be a little pricey. <laughs> yes, it does. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that is beautiful because we're talking about deodorant, shampoo. Body wash, okay, lotion. Okay. Um, shout out to Unilever who just gave me um, a donation of 200 bottles of Dove body wash okay, and 200 okay. bottles Come of St. Ives. Yes. So I'll be giving that out. Uh, I'll be passing that stuff out at my upcoming program. Okay. It, okay. Oh, let me, let me plug uh, go that. Go ahead and get I into can. it. Yep. Okay. So on um, March 26, that is next Tuesday at okay. 11 o'clock in all the right. SUC ballroom. Um, if you all, if they are paying attention to the flyers, I'm having the Empower Hour. Okay. It's Women Empowering Women. And I'm going to be speaking on the topic of flawed, but still good. Okay. And I'll be handing out the Dove Body Wash and the and St. Ives Lotion. You said that's March? March 26. That's 26. next Tuesday. Got you, mm -hmm. got you. Okay. Um, right. So we'll be, I'll be passing out those, um, the body wash and the lotion for those that participate okay. and those that are going to come to the next two because they're going to be um, they're going to be two other speakers that will be here um, okay. for the month of April. Okay. Um, Dr. Christine Boston will be speaking okay. on April right. 9th, if I'm not mistaken, and then Evangelist Janie Webb Hogg okay. will be speaking on April 26th. Okay, and so where, are the, where are these locations? Also at? in the SUC okay, at 11 o'clock. All right. Yeah, on, and they're all on Tuesdays at okay. 11. Don't nobody have class. There's no excuse. Come on out. <laughs> 
get this body wash and this lotion you know you need it and get this get this information <laughs> and get this information yes. be empowered by other for women for sure for sure exactly um another um program i really want to um, put out there, um, Mrs. Sally Brown okay. is trying to gather at least 50 women for March 28th so that we can volunteer at the Salvation Army store to kind of help them get their store um, mm, together. Okay. Um, the Salvation Army receives a lot of donations, a okay. lot of stuff that they don't need. Right, right, um, right. And so, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. a lot of stuff. Now, they get donations that are, you know, that are resourceful that right, you can of course, utilize. Of course. But then you also know you have those people that just come in and just to get it off their hand, get it out their basement that, you know, that donates to the yeah, Salvation right, Army. Right, right. So Mrs. Brown is wanting to gather at least 50 women in okay. honor of Women's Month uh -huh. to go to volunteer at the Salvation Army store between the hours of 6 and 8 p.m. And okay. that's next Thursday. Okay, gotcha. Um, gotcha. And then on March 29th, um, Ms. Heather out of the Women's Resource Center will be hosting a game night. Okay. I know it's at 6 p.m. I'm not sure about the location. Um, typically, it's in the SUC ballroom, but mm -hmm. if it is at another location, check your email. All right, and we will, and I will check mine so that yes. I can try to, you know, announce it, of course, on the show. Yes. Okay. Cool, okay. cool. So those are the programs that the Women's Resource Center, along with Sally Brown, is having for the month of March. Okay, cool. And then I know you guys have had your movie nights, and the last movie was Columbiana. No, the right? last movie I showed was Lackawanna Blues. Oh, that's right. Lackawanna like like and Columbiana was before that? No, Columbiana is supposed to have been this Friday, but it's been canceled due to oh, other student activities. Because it's a lot going it's on a this lot week. going on. Okay, this got week, you. All right. Um, yeah. But, uh, com uh, uh, What's the, how do you say the Columbiana. name? Columbiana. Uh, the, the other oh, movie. Lackawanna Blues. Lackawanna Blues. Yes, I yes. love that movie. It's my uh, favorite. <laughs> so I uh, just have to say you uh, also find really, really good movies. Oh, remember, check out, um, ooh, what is the name of it? Let uh, me write it down. Ooh, what is so. it called again? Uh, uh, dang, what is it? I'm... It's going to come back to me, but I'm honestly forgetting about it. But anyway, um, do you have anything as far as social media you want to shout out to our listeners if they want to follow you or anything like that? I'm not even on social media. Oh. I used to be on social media. Mm -hmm. But um, I had to do I had to get off social media for the sake of me. So that I can stop comparing my lowlights to everybody highlights that they mm. post. I had to get myself together because I was looking at what other people were getting and then I started, you know, feeling sorry for myself and I just basically said, let me get off of here because I don't want God to think that I'm not grateful for what he gives me. So I I'm feel not, like you just ran me kind of like you just, <laughs> I feel like you kind of just ran my whole like in a good way, I, but I'm it's sorry. like dang, but yeah, like I'm that not, just hit me. I mean, I'm taking a break from it. Okay, I'm taking a break from it, but I am on Facebook. I'm under my maiden name, Phyllis Wilkerson. Okay, I mean Phyllis Williams. Um, on uh, Snapchat, I'm on. I go as Slay Bay Forty. You know, I call myself Fiance because you think I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Um, I love it. I love it. And then um, on Instagram, I'm also Slay Bay because, you know, I did a little modeling. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Definitely got the height. Yes. Definitely got the look for it. Still. So, girl. you know. Not bad for somebody that's turning 43. Stop playing. But, Stop um, playing. Don't be out yes. here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm not on social media. I'm, it's just for, it's just for, 
it's temporary. Got you. It's no, temporary. but um, that really just hit my uh, spirit. I felt that in my Shata Supreme because <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know. And it's funny because the uh, person I talked to, they 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 gonna snap or clap when they hear that <laughs> because it's like, dang, like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, the movie is called Sankofa. Sankofa. San Sankofa. S A N. I believe it's K O F A. Okay. And it's uh, it's Sankofa. The symbol is a bird that is facing one way, but its head is looking back at its bottom, okay. at, its, at its behind. Okay. Um, and it's doing that because the uh, it represents looking back and fetching who you are. Because, you know, as black people, um, especially in America, when you're talking about African-Americans, mm -hmm. we don't know where we come from because that, that tie has been cut. Correct. So we don't know where we're going, right. really. Most of us, and I feel like that's what our issue is. But just a really good movie. Um, I would definitely uh, check it out for yourself. You might have to try to find it because I think the tea was uh, when it first came out because it was real, real deep. Mm -hmm. They burnt this man's uh, bookstore down because he was trying to sell it out of his bookstore mm -hmm. in L.A. But that's a story for a Maybe different day. Maybe it's on Amazon. It might be, <laughs> but at one time they definitely didn't want people seeing it. Okay. Um, but I, I saw it. I saw it in my Africana Studies class in high school, and it was an amazing film. Brought tears to my eyes, but you know me, I'm a little extra when it comes to endings and movies. I'm emotional, so you know. I saw you a Hey, therapy, we getting it <laughs> out, we releasing it, so that's that. But I want to thank you so much, Miss Phyllis, for coming on the thank show. And me. one thing that I really got... Um, from what you're uh, really saying about the Women's Resource Center is that it's a really, really good way uh, for for people to just come and just express themselves. Yes. And one thing I have to say to people out there, um, because, of course, I'm saying people because it's not just women. Men can also come. Correct. But one thing that people also have to remember, too, is let people pour all the way out, like all the way out, so then you can finally pour into them. Correct. You know, um, so I'm glad that we have an opportunity here where you're basically just saying, like, y'all can pour it out. Mm -hmm. You know, y'all can definitely pour it all out, and uh, we will give you the resources for now till we get certified we will give you the support yeah we will encourage you we right. will inspire you yes all we of will that motivate you yeah. we will make sure that you get what it is that you need even if we don't have what it is that you need yeah then we will part we partner with people or we will collaborate with other departments to make sure that you get what you need Yes. Well, thank you so much for You're coming welcome. on the show. I'm finally thank glad so Beyonce finally can yes, make an appearance because <laughs> I feel like the scheduling conflict was just like, Listen, man. Listen, try to graduate and program. I, and I totally get stuff. it. And yes. I will see you May 11th yes. when we walk across that stage. That's right. You'll see them heels clicking across that stage. Hey, man, you going <laughs> to see these loafers clicking across that stage as well. Inches in the wind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All, all right. right now. But thank you so much for coming on the show. I thank appreciate you. all the wisdom and you just letting us know about the Women's Resource Center. Guys, go check it out. Go check out Miss Phyllis. She is a breath of fresh air for thank this campus. You. And uh, she came into herself, came into that position. So allow her to help you come more into yourself as well. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Miss Phyllis. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be talking to you real soon. All right, guys, I hope you really, really enjoyed our conversation with Ms. Phyllis over the Women's Resource Center. Uh, be sure to check out Sunday's episode. Of course, again, it is a recording from the live taping, which will be held tomorrow 
at the Young Black Business Expo in the gym that starts at 11. And uh, I just hope you guys can hear from me really, really soon. All right. Have a really good weekend. Peace.